This is the John Oakley Show podcast. So let's get Conrad Black in here. I know we had this discussion last week because some cities had actually uh, gone off a week earlier stateside. Conrad, of course, noted author, commentator, and historian and friend of the Oakley Show. How are you this afternoon, Conrad? I'm fine, thanks, John. How are you? Uh, very good. But I know last week when we discussed, uh, you know, I mentioned the inexorable march of the enlightened climate activists, and this Greta Thunberg has uh, garnered a lot of attention How do you account for this phenomenon? 16-year-old comes from Sweden and everybody's paying attention. Global world leaders at the UN are applauding uh, what she is doing, basically, is directing her screed at them. Yet, you know, there they are cheering for her. What do you make of this? Well, look, I have to credit the climate activists and alarmists with a first-class job of stirring the pot. But uh, it's ideological... I mean, not for her, not for... I mean, I don't know anything about her as an individual, and I don't question her sincerity, but this cause is, a, is an ideological, ideologically based activity. It isn't based on a serious scientific analysis of, of predicting what's going to happen to our climate, because that is impossible. Nobody can do it. You can come up with any results you want, from things getting very warm to getting colder, depending on on what you put into the model. Uh, But the fact is, uh, cloud formation, the movement of clouds, the fluctuating intensity of the sun, these things are the dominant characteristics and and, uh, influences on climate, and we have absolutely no way of predicting them, and the attempt to do so is a fraud. Now, that said, a great many people are passionately involved in the climate want to prote- and, and the environment and want to protect the environment, and, and, and that's generally an admirable uh, ambition, as long as it doesn't lead to absolute economic self-flagellation and suicide. Well, this is kind of where I'm coming at. Just let me finish one thing. I'm sorry. So what we have is uh, there is also in there an element, a prominent element of ideological opposition to the the structure of modern industry and capitalism in general. And as I said last week, and I've said many times, we have to take our hats off to them having been absolutely hammered in the Cold War and the Marxist alternative completely discredited, including in China, which calls itself a communist country, uh, but is just as capitalist or more so than we are, um, they, they transferred their flag to this new vessel saving the world. And I think the, these children are three-quarters people who like a cause and like a holiday. And, you know, I sort of like causes and certainly like holidays when I was at school. And, uh, and, and they don't know anything about it. But it's a little spooky. It's like these children's armies in the fascist or communist countries marching around uttering slogans they don't know anything about. And there is a bit of that in this. Sorry, I, I cut you off. No, no, because that's that. exactly where I was leading. I mean, how do you account then? Because, I mean, uh, what we're experiencing is a cultural or a social phenomenon where uh, people are swept up in the emotionalism versus maybe uh, the rationalism or, you know, detached pragmatism, looking at it through that lens. Uh, is that what's going on here? I mean, you've like well, it's going on in in a part of the world that we see a lot of, but it's bunk, John. It's not that's not where the world is. I mean, when the Saudis lost half their oil refining capacity, no one was asking for windmills or solar panels to take care of it. People were asking the president of the U.S. to release some oil from the U.S. reserve, which he said he would do. Uh, the, the problem 
with the world insofar as there is one with the uh, assault on the environment from industry isn't in any of the places where these people are appearing in Canada, the United States, or Western Europe. The problem is is with parts of Russia and practically all of India and China. And uh, there are no parades of this kind in India or China. They're interested in economic growth, and they don't care about any of this. And, and we're not going to get anywhere, even in reducing pollution in the world beyond where we are now, uh, w- without the cooperation of the Indians and the Chinese, which will require, I think, those countries to reach a higher level of economic development than they have, although they are fast-growing economies. And, and uh, this idea that we in the West are somehow to blame for endangering the world when we've, in fact, done a magnificent job in all these countries of, of uh, cleaning up what was, in our grandparents' time, a, really a, quite a smoggy atmosphere in a lot of places and a heavily polluted Great Lakes and most rivers and so forth. Uh, I mean, we've, we've addressed that. We can do better. We can do more. But it, we, these huge parades of children waving banners and chanting slogans like uh, uh, you know, choreographed, the imbeciles escape from a catechism class, it's, I find, spooky or, in my lighter moments, humorous. <laughs> okay, and you do have those, though, don't you? Well, frequently, <laughs> otherwise I'd be on suicide watch. Uh-huh. Conrad Black, author, commentator, and historian. So let's pivot then to uh, somebody who may be on the ropes, Donald Trump. The latest now is, you know, that uh, he was trying to influence uh, another country to impact, I guess, the 2020 election on this Biden front. The Dems think they've got him on the ropes for real this time, even though the Mueller investigation showed no Russian collusion or obstruction. This time they think they've got him. Uh, Do you see it that way, or is this another one? I don't think even they think they've got him. I think they know what a fraud this is. They don't have anything. Uh, The favor he asked was for the president of Ukraine to revive the investigation of corruption in the Ukraine or in Ukraine, so it would make it easier for Trump to restore the aid that had been promised. He was saying, look, we want to give you this money and these weapons to to uh, use to deter the Russians, but you'll make my life a lot easier if you do me the favor of uh, giving me an argument that you really are getting serious about corruption in your country. 500 words further on, he just happened to mention that uh, he'd be interested to know uh, if these allegations about Biden had any uh, had any uh, you know, factual basis to them, uh, and and uh, and said that he'd be hearing from the attorney general, and they the 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 contact with Rudolph Giuliani, the former mayor of New York, and one of the president's lawyers came from the Ukrainians, not 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 Rudy going over there on his own coattails trailing at Biden, trying to investigate Biden, as the media have said. This whole thing is going to collapse within a week, and what it really is, is a combination of a desperation shot by the Democrats, as they know that uh, Durham and Barr will be coming down soon with the indictments on Comey and McCabe and all the rest of them for trying to steal Trump's election, and, and because the uh, the extremists in 
that party want to get rid of Biden. They think he's a fuddy-duddy and a waffler and doesn't a, it really isn't a true believer in their wonderful program of the green terror, open borders, doubling top tax rates, uh, trillions of dollars of reparations to African and Native Americans, and totally socialized medicine, none of which, none of which the American public will vote for. The Democratic Party's on a death march of, of the kind those parties have sometimes, where they take a terrible beating at the polls and then pull themselves together. It's, it's uh, Goldwater in 64, McGovern in 72, all over again. And Trump's going to kill him. I mean, his record is a record they cannot run against. He's cut illegal immigration by 60%. He's taken millions of people out of poverty. He's eliminated unemployment. They can't run against that. All they've got is all this nonsense about how he's a crook, and he isn't. He's a rough, tough guy, but he's not a crook. So there's a self-immolation. Basically, the party is imploding here because they're chasing, uh, going down a rabbit hole. <laughs> may have yeah, some. It isn't a rabbit down there. It's a scorpion. Right, right. Well, that's why I wondered. You know, guys like Adam Schiff standing up, uh, whereas he told us <laughs> during the Russian collusion investigation that he had a dead-to-rights evidence even beyond what Ab- Mueller had. Absolute evidence, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, uh, they continue well, to... see his attempt at parody of, of, of yeah, Trump? Yeah, I, I mean, good grief. Uh, what, what, I mean, you have to to wonder that a person in that position would behave like that. Well, it doesn't accrue to their benefit, certainly. Uh, so you're saying this will be done in a week. We'll they want to keep this stuff percolating, I guess, right on through into the election. Yeah, the public's getting tired of it. You can get the public up to the edge of their chair if you've got a halfway plausible argument that, that the president really did something wrong. But after all, the people did put this guy in as president. I mean, you, you know, it was a, uh, he had fewer votes than Clinton, but that happens in the U.S. sometimes because of the way the system works. But the system worked, and he is the president lawfully, and everyone admits that. And, and uh, they, they tried to undo that result once, and it's been exposed as a complete fraud, and the people who did it are all about to be indicted for it. And, and the, here they go again, and, and it's not, it's, this is even less believable than that Russian nonsense. Well, there you go. Uh, they didn't learn their lesson the first time. Uh, perhaps they'll get stung by the scorpion down the, right, down the right, rabbit hole. All right. Grand, that's it. You know, when you run down a rabbit hole, it's a real shock. When it's a scorpion. My grandfather used to say to me, for some people, experience as a slow teacher, and I think he was talking about me, and to, to, to a degree he was right, but for these people it really is a slow teacher. <laughs> there you go. Extra slow. Conrad, appreciate it. Uh, and you had one of those later moments right here. That's good. We covered everything. <laughs> you bring it out in me, John. Uh, all right. Have a great weekend. You, and your listeners. Yeah. you got Thanks. it. Right. Conrad Black, author, commentator, and historian. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.